Hello, hello to my coming out late community of fireflies. If you're not sure what I mean by fireflies, look it up in the Urban Dictionary. It's a real thing. I hope this episode of the Coming Out Late podcast finds you hanging in there, maybe even slaying it. I hope so. I hope you're slaying it. And if you're not slaying it, then by all means, you can email me at comingoutlater at gmail.com. And or come to one of the two women helping women support groups or women loving women support groups that I facilitate in Zoom each and every Tuesday afternoon, 1230 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and the Women Loving Women support group in Zoom every single Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Zoom IDs and the passwords are both in the show notes, or you can find the Zoom links for both of those meetings in one of my two Facebook groups for women coming out late in life. And speaking of my Facebook group, one of them is called Coming Out Late, and you'll notice it from the little visual photograph of two women wearing rainbow flags and holding hands. And the other group is called Coming Out Late Community, showing a small gathering of books on the shelf. If you choose to join, you must answer all of the questions. I repeat, you must answer all of the questions or my lovely assistant and I are going to decline your, your request. And you can go back in and, and uh, try again and answer all the questions. The questions that we ask are not real hard. One, do you identify as a woman coming out late in life? Two is a kind of a three-parter. A, how did you find our group? You know, did you hear about it from the podcast, Lesbian Chronicles, or whatever? B, at what age did you come out? And C, how long ago was that? In other words, how old are you now? Three, please share with us your email address, and we promise not to overuse it or abuse it. It's just meant to share with you social events and retreats and Zoom gatherings and classes and other related coming out activities that it just gets to be laborious to constantly promote that stuff in Facebook. And lastly, do you agree to all of the group rules? Again, if any of those are left blank, we are just going to decline your request. It's really important that you answer all the questions. All right, let's see, let's see. Oh, both Facebook groups were basically the same, and they're a great source of information. You can chat with other coming out late women develop friendships, and it really helps hearing one another's stories and challenges that we all face during this crazy, crazy, disorienting time of coming out late. So I highly recommend um, that you join our Facebook group, either one of them or both. Let's see, if you missed it real quick, you can still purchase a recording of the Relationship Summit that took place a few weeks ago. That's $27 to be paid on my PayPal or my Venmo, and you can see those accounts in the show notes. Or you can just simply shoot me a quick email to comingoutlater at gmail.com, and I'll make sure I provide you with my PayPal and Venmo accounts. But it was really, really a worthwhile summit on relationships, two hours worth, and three really good professionals talking about their experience, and lots of questions were asked and answered. If you're loving the podcast and or have attended any of my Women Loving Women support groups, you can show me a little loving and a nod of appreciation by buying me a coffee, a theoretical coffee, that is. It's really a donation. And there is a website called buymeacoffee.com. And if you put backslash or forward slash Robin Douglas, R-O-B-I-N-D-O-U-G-L-A-S-S, then you can, it'll take you right to my page and you can purchase me a theoretical coffee, 
which is really a, a, a donation. And I truly, truly appreciate your support. Other really exciting news, my inaugural Firefly Retreat is going to be from October 9th through the 13th in Escalante, Utah. And we have just three slots left. So if you're interested, again, you can email me if that's easier, and I'll send you the link to sign up. Or just go to womenoutwesttours.com forward slash specialty tours. And you should find all the information you need about it and can register right there. And these links will also be available in the show notes as well. Or you can email me for the information. So what are we talking about today? Well, we will be learning and we will be talking about the catalyst. Ooh, what is a catalyst? Are catalysts good? Are catalysts bad? Can a catalyst be my forever partner? Hmm, we will cover some of these questions and more right after we listen to Jaslyn Edgar sing us in with her song, Shine. Take it away, Jaslyn, and I will see you all on the other side of this intro. You, you've been hiding in the shadows way too long. You, always thought that you were weak, but babe, you're wrong. Yeah, you better step into the light, just give it a try. Think that it's time you let that spark out. You've been hiding in the shadows way too long. Hey, welcome to the Coming Out Late podcast. I'm Robin, your host, and I'm a late bloomer just like you. We are a part of a rapidly growing, lesser known, or even talked about subset of the queer community. We're a tribe, if you will. And if you're anything like me, when I came out, I was confused, scared. I felt like I was going crazy and I felt all alone and had nobody to talk to. Not to worry, you've come to the right place. In the Coming Out Late podcast, you'll hear real, raw, and relatable Coming Out Late stories. You'll be inspired, informed, and educated, and you'll definitely feel supported. And you can stop feeling like you're living someone else's life and start living your own. So welcome. You have found your tribe. And welcome to the Coming Out Late podcast. All right, all right. We are back together. So we are going to talk about the catalyst. It's unlikely that we will be able to cover all the aspects of a catalyst relationship in this one episode, but we will certainly make a dent in the subject. We may have to do a two-parter. So let's talk about this very common word or term you hear tossed around in our coming out late circles. For starters, what is a catalyst and why is it important that we know about catalysts? Well, there is a mystique or a mystery around the word catalyst and what it represents. In simple scientific terms, a catalyst is a substance or an element or a person or thing that increases the rate or the possibility of a reaction happening. I mean, that's kind of a rough, simple, simplified, scientific, non-scientific term. So, for instance, a life-changing event, like a death, a catastrophic weather incident, the birth of a child, a big move, a new job, these are all oftentimes the catalyst or the thing that may cause a chain reaction of change or changes. 
So, for example, let's take the catastrophic weather incident as an example. Like a horrific hurricane could cause death or immense property damage. That incident will create a reaction or lots of reactions like sudden homelessness or poverty or a major move. And in some cases, that chain of reactions could end up being good changes in the long run, or they could be painful and difficult to endure. So interestingly, for many, many, many of us, the pandemic was an enormous catalyst or element in our lives. It created a change in our work lives. It created changes in our living situations. It created changes in our close family relationships. It caused us to think about life and death differently. And it also increased the likelihood that we would start questioning the quality of our lives, our marriages, our partnerships, and subsequently, our sexualities. So that's one type of catalyst, the pandemic, along with some of the others that I mentioned. Another reason a person can be sparked into questioning or ultimately making changes to their lives if they meet and fall in love with another woman. Or maybe they suddenly realize they're in love with their best friend. Or they're falling for a woman they've seen around for years and years, but are seeing her differently through different lenses for the first time. There are platonic catalysts. There are unrequited or one-sided love catalysts. And then there are mutual and usually sexual, consensual love catalyst relationships. Sometimes they're between two coming out late in life women. Sometimes it's with one straight woman and one late bloomer. Sometimes it's with what I've heard termed a veteran lesbian and a woman coming out late in life. So there's all different combinations, but typically it's if you're the one that's coming out late in life, it could be really any woman that you meet in your life or have had in your life. At, at, for any length of time. Before I go on, I think it's also important to note that there is a popular quote that floats around the queer female community, and that is, you've never really had your heart broken until it has been broken by a woman. And from personal experience, I would have to say that's pretty damn accurate from my experience. And I, and I don't just think it has to be your catalyst that breaks your heart. I think all breakups with women broke my heart in some way, shape, or form, and some obviously were deeper and harder than others. But, you know, the intensity and depth with which women love and care for and are just with each other is something unlike any relationship with, with a man. And I'm not saying it's better or worse or good or bad. It's just different. And therefore, I think the breakups are harder as well. Also, before I go on, I just want to say, one, not everyone has a catalyst relationship that brings them out of the closet. I, for one, did not. Two, catalyst relationships typically refer to the very first same-sex experience you have, to the very first same-sex relationship experience that you have. And all other relationships that follow that one are not usually considered catalyst relationships. And three, not all catalyst relationships have to end in devastation or have to end at all. So lots and lots of questions arise and lots and lots of things to unfurl, such as do any catalyst relationships last? Are they doomed from the start? Do they ever work out? What if I'm in a, an abusive catalyst relationship but love her with all my heart? Coming from the catalyst perspective, I'm going to give all women the benefit of the doubt, particularly the women who have a, a lot of experience dating, 
that they do not usually intend to use you and then throw you away in any shape or form, you know, with any anyone that they're in a relationship. That's not to say those kinds of women aren't out there, but let's assume that the woman that you fall for in your catalyst never intends for your relationship to end or end poorly. Likewise, as the woman who's newly out, and from your perspective, you have to really, really approach the catalyst relationship with caution. And I know it's really, really hard to do because you are just realizing you're gay, or maybe you've known it for a few months and and then all of a sudden you met somebody. It is just, I mean, having just experienced Fourth of July not long ago, it's like fireworks. I mean, it is like the biggest, you know, firework display that you've ever been to. And uh, it's, it's difficult to control our feelings. It's difficult to start to understand what's real in terms of our feelings and what isn't, what's real in terms of this other person and what isn't. And it, it's a slippery slope. It really, really is a slippery slope. And you're not going to like me saying this, but I really recommend, and no, I did not do this myself, I recommend that when you're newly out, you really focus on trying to find community, find your tribe, and make one or two good friends who that you can rely on, you can talk about all these feelings with, you can go do gay things together with. You know, it's, it really is critical that you get a solid foundation of who you are, what you want, and, and who you want to spend your time with before jumping into a catalyst relationship. But that being said, the magnetism and the pull, the draw, the excitement, the liberation, the euphoric nature of a woman-loving woman relationship is not easy to resist. And I did not resist it. And I, and I really don't have any, no, no regrets whatsoever. I mean, if I were to do it over, yes, I would do it differently. But I learned something very valuable from all the relationships that I was in, and even the ones that were not great. So, you know, there's no right or wrong way to do it. I just think it's, it's easier on your heart and easier, I don't know, to navigate all the huge changes that you're going through to just focus on you, focus on meeting a few friends and finding some community. But it's not easy to do. As so many of us have said, when we first come out to ourselves, it's like we're 15-year-old boys, you know, going through puberty. It's, it's ridiculous. That is a real thing. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. Just enjoy it. But anyway, the loss of a catalyst relationship can feel devastating and so difficult to get over. The catalyst person, in some sense, awakened the sexuality preferences of of a newly out woman. And this revelation is earth shattering. It's enormous. It touches us deep to the core of our souls and it changes everything about what we knew was true. So therefore, the catalyst is at the very center of this enormous volcano that has erupted. This eruption intensifies everything. I mean everything. Our feelings, our experiences, the good, bad, and the ugly days, the possible secrecy of it all. It's exciting and deep, and it's unknown. Sometimes it can be frightening. We cling to this new catalyst person as though they are our life preservers. And really, they're not, but we do cling to them in that regard. Our lives suddenly feel utterly confusing and completely disorienting at best. 
But at the same time, our lives also feel invigorating, expansive, new and free and alive. We put all of our eggs into her one basket and envision a long and forever life with our catalyst until it stops feeling euphoric, quote unquote, for some reason. What happens when this catalyst relationship starts going south? Well, like good people pleasers that most of us are and fearful of the utter disruption that we have just created in and amongst our lives, we cling. We ignore red flags. We put up with issues and things and even emotional and verbal abuse to make it work. We become desperate to stay. We lose ourselves, or perhaps we had already long lost ourselves in this person from the beginning. Sometimes we feel a need to prove to those around us that this is working out and that there, you know, that this was a right decision to come out, you know, of the closet and, and about your sexuality and remain in a bad relationship just to prove that, you know, yes, you're gay. The attachment and bonds that are formed between women in a relationship are like super glue. And all too often, the late bloomer feels compelled to do just about anything to make it work. But that's not only unhealthy for her, but it typically never yields the desired outcome. Just never does. This is such an enormous topic, and it's critical to discuss. So I'm going to make this a two-part episode, and next week we will cover in more depth why the catalyst breakup is so devastating, how you can survive such a breakup, why you may have stayed in it too long, and what you can do in the future to take better care of you in these intensely gratifying but sometimes heartbreaking endings. Going to remind you before we sign off to apply to our Facebook groups, but answer all the questions, all of the questions. Get into our Women Loving Women support groups. They are two times a week, Tuesday during the day, Wednesday evening. They're incredibly healing and supportive. And don't forget to go to womenoutwesttours.com forward slash specialty tours to learn all about our inaugural Coming Out Late Firefly Tour in Utah in early October. And by all means, please be good to yourselves. And if you can't be good, at least be good at it. And remember, it's better late than never, because it's never too late. If you're looking for your people, your community, and a safe place to learn and get answers to your questions, then come join the conversation. Come join us in our private Facebook group, Coming Out Late, because we all know it's better late than never, and it's never too late.